I'm Stephen Parthman. Welcome to Connections. American painter Andrew Wyeth called winter a time when you feel the bone structure of the landscape. Something waits beneath it. The whole story doesn't show. That's often true of music inspired by the season as well. We've highlighted some of it in another program, but there's still lots more to share. So, in the next hour, a celebration of winter in music by Tchaikovsky, Prokofiev, Debussy, Holst, Piazzolla, and more. A Pennsylvania native, Andrew Wyeth knew well a winter countryside made for sledding and ice skating. That sense of childhood fun is also central to Russian composer Sergei Prokofiev's Winter Bonfire, a suite of pieces describing a children's outing, including this Waltz on the Ice.
Harold Corp led the New London Orchestra in the Waltz on the Ice from the Winter Bonfire Suite by Sergei Prokofiev from 1950. As Prokofiev knew, winter often brings exceptionally clear weather that accentuates the vast whiteness of the landscape. It's that image that fellow Russian Peter Tchaikovsky depicts in the opening of his Symphony No. 1, which he subtitled Winter Daydreams on a Journey, referring perhaps to the view from his train window as it speeds him through the snowy countryside. Wassily Petrenko conducts the Royal Liverpool Philharmonic in the symphony's first movement.
Wassily Petrenko led the Royal Liverpool Philharmonic in the first movement of Tchaikovsky's Symphony No. 1, Winter Daydreams. Claude Debussy's The Children's Corner is a suite of piano pieces dedicated to his daughter, and The Snowflakes Are Dancing refers to her comment as she took in the beauty of the silent snowfall outside her bedroom window. Jean-Eflamme Bavouzet in The Snowflakes Are Dancing from Claude Debussy's The Children's Corner from 1908. Peter Schickley is best known for his comic creation PDQ Bach, but he is also a serious composer whose string quartet number no. five, subtitled A Year in the Country, ends in bittersweet reflection with A Winter Goodbye.
The Audubon Quartet in Winter Goodbye from American composer Peter Schickele's String Quartet No. 5. Winter is just one of our four earthly seasons, but on the moon, winter immediately follows summer. Or at least that's the story in Offenbach's 1875 operetta, A Voyage to the Moon, whose third act ends with the grand ballet of the snowflakes.
an excerpt from the Grand Ballet of the Snowflakes from Offenbach's 1875 operetta, A Voyage to the Moon. Mark Minkowski led the musicians of the Louvre. In a moment, winter in the music of Holst, Korngold, and Piazzolla. I'm Stephen Pythman. You're listening to Connections from Capital Public Radio. I'm Stephen Pythman, and this is Connections, continuing our second exploration of music inspired by the winter season. Eric Wolfgang Korngold composed his ballet The Snowman at the age of 11, and it became a sensation when performed at the Vienna Court Opera in 1910, including a command performance for Emperor Franz Josef. It quickly established the young Korngold as a major composer.
Werner Andreas Albert led the Northwest German Philharmonic in the Prelude and Serenade from The Snowman by Eric Wolfgang Korngold from 1910, the young composer's first publicly performed orchestral work. Likewise, A Winter Idol was Gustav Holst's first substantial piece for orchestra. And while the word idol usually means an idealized scene or episode, Holst imbues his with elements of winter's harshness as well.
Joanne Falletta led the Ulster Orchestra in A Winter Idol by Gustav Holst from 1897. In his New England Idols, American composer Edward McDowell takes on a melancholy tone with the third piece titled Midwinter. James Barbagallo performed Midwinter from New England Idols by Edward McDowell from 1902. Although he wrote a number of symphonic works, McDowell's popularity was primarily through his piano pieces, most particularly to a wild rose. He lived in Boston for a period where he became well-known as a concert pianist and piano teacher and learned to appreciate the ice and snow of December and January. However, June, July, and August are the winter months in Buenos Aires, where temperatures dip into the 40s. No ice and snow, but certainly far different from the 80-degree weather of December. Here is the winter section of Argentine composer Astor Piazzolla's Four Seasons of Buenos Aires. Thank you. 
David Aaron Carpenter, viola with the Salome Chamber Orchestra, in an excerpt from Winter, from Astor Piazzolla's The Four Seasons of Buenos Aires, from 1969. Like Piazzolla, Joachim Raff was largely self-taught in music, but became one of the best-known German musicians of the late 19th century. He was an interesting composer, and at times a great one fully deserving of the recent renewed interest in his music that's led to recordings of all 11 symphonies, the last subtitled Winter.
governor Andreas Albert led the Philharmonia Hungarica in the Allegretto from Joachim Raff's 11th Symphony, Winter. The German winter of Joachim Raff was far different from that experienced by Astor Piazzolla in Buenos Aires. The same might be said of the other composers we've heard in the past hour, and yet the season touched each of them, prompting a musical response as varied as the weather itself. I'm Stephen Pythman, inviting you to join me again for Connections. Recording engineer was Mark Jones. Connections is a production of Capital Public Radio.